0: Hello everyone and welcome back to Knights of the Pageless Library. I am Bo Knight and with me as always is Ryan Knight. And today we are continuing our side quest into anime where we, instead of looking at audiobooks, where we are continuing with Samurai Champloo. And this one's going to be a little different since we're nearing the end. We're only going to look at two episodes today. And the following episode after this is going to be the last, the final three
1: episodes. Yeah, just the way it kind of lined up. We uh, We said we were going to do, you know, three episodes each time but that wouldn't make any sense because the final the finale of this show is like a three-parter and we didn't want to get it started and then finish it up in the next episode so we're just going to take a a look at episodes 22 and 23 today and then save 24, 25, 26 for their own episode.
0: I I got a question do you think this is the point like where it got canceled before because the animation looks a little different to me
1: I'd say the animation probably looks a little different. Um, oh, do you mean, like, is this where it picked back up? mm mm-hmm. uh, I don't know. I know we we talked about that towards the beginning of the show. I, like that I tried to look it
0: up and couldn't figure it out. Like, there was no, like, definitive, like, this is where it stopped and this is where it started.
1: Um, it's, uh, so what I'm seeing right here is uh, it got canceled. And then the series... Okay, the remaining 18th through 26th episodes. Okay. So,
0: way before this, actually.
1: So, yeah. Uh, 18... So, actually, all the way back at War of the Words was when it picked back up.
0: Interesting.
1: Okay. Um, I was actually thinking more because the tone changed, at least for these two episodes. You know? Yeah. Uh, it's much more on like the silly side for these two episodes, especially. Well, this this episode is a horror episode, right? Um, yeah. So with that, let's let's go ahead and get into that. Let's uh, talk about episode twenty-two, Cosmic Collisions. This one is um, directed by Sayo Yamamoto and written by Dai Saito. And the original air date on this one was February 19th, 2005. And the English dub came out February 9th, 2006.
0: Yeah. And this is a really
1: strange episode. It's super weird. And now that I'm like thinking back on it, like, I is. <laughs> so this one kind of opens up with the, you know, our trio walking through the woods. And... Actually,
0: it opens up with the meteor coming. Oh,
1: you're exactly right. Yep. Sorry, I didn't uh, mean to correct you. No, but you're you're you are right. I did miss that very beginning part. Yeah, where it opens up with uh, a little bit of uh, narration too, right? Talking about mm-hmm. like the stars and falling stars and what that kind of signifies. Um, yeah, that
0: like back then, seeing a shooting star was considered a bad omen.
1: Right. And they talk uh, about
0: that they thought like the stars were immortal, and that like they. Like, so th- when things are coming from the sky, they figured it was like the stars were angry. That's cool. It is, it is kind of <laughs> cool. And, and they do talk about a little bit, too, that they think life might have started on a meteor. Right. Landed here and, like, propagated that way. Yeah. Which is interesting, but it almost has nothing to do with the episode, which is so weird.
1: Yeah, it's almost just like uh, that little opening narration part. Yeah, they just kind of, um, it seems a little bit forced in there. Like, hey, we want to put this information out there, too. <laughs>
0: yeah, this this whole episode to me just, like, had me, like, scratching my head.
1: Yeah, the tone of this one is a little bit weird. But I think rightfully so. Um, So after we see the clips of the meteor and we hear the narrator, we see, like, the... Uh, that's where you see the uh, the crater, right? And the dude standing on the side of the crater. Mm-hmm. And, and then he just, like, looks up and, like, smiles. And then it goes into the opening. Uh,
0: Which that guy looks like L from death note to me
1: yeah yeah with the way it's his eyes mm-hmm. <laughs> yeah that's a good point also a great
0: anime by the way you know oh, if for you're sure. gonna watch death note you probably should
1: um okay so then after we get that little scene we cut over to the the trio walking through the woods and uh, uh mugen stepping almost squishing a mushroom under his shoe but not quite squishing it And I love how it like folds over and then it like pops up. It's very suggestive.
0: (laughs) Yeah. Yeah, it really is.
1: (laughs) Um, And then Sofu is like, hey, those are, you know, these specific kind of mushrooms. They're worth a lot of money as Mugen like picks it and just immediately eats it. (laughs) Yeah, I love that. And then Gene
0: finds a bunch of them, too, and they just like eat until they're like completely full.
1: Yeah, and Mugen like looks like he's pregnant because he eats yeah. so many. <laughs> is, just this, the rest of him's not fat, but just his stomach is huge. And this
0: <laughs> this next is is then Fu is like, oh well the, the newspaper with my horoscopes said I should avoid mushrooms today, which is they have horoscopes back then and newspapers.
1: Yeah. Horoscopes I could for sure believe. Yeah, I but a in newspaper, a newspaper? Right. Also, yeah, where were she at that they saw a newspaper? I don't know. I, thought that, I thought that was
0: really weird. It's like, what? <laughs>
1: yeah. Um, we should also mention, too, that Fu right at the beginning of this sees a shooting star. Oh,
0: that. yeah, that is right. Um, and she doesn't eat any of the mushrooms. No.
1: Which okay, so I'll get into this here in a second, but because I was unable to take notes for these ones. Um, so I was going to be a scumbag and just go look at some notes really quick and the the notes i saw didn't make any sense to me so we'll talk about that here in a minute after we get into like the meat of what this episode is
0: well yeah i mean but i think there's an argument to be made that everything in this episode that happens is a hallucination
1: okay well that's that's kind of my question though because like like you just said like food doesn't eat any mushrooms i know but then see. yeah
0: because then it doesn't make any sense right like what happens
1: yeah yeah so, this
0: episode's so confusing to me
1: uh, yeah same here um so Fu falls into, uh, she like steps back after she says that they should avoid mushrooms and she falls into like a hole opens up in the ground and she grabs, uh, Mugen and then Mugen grabs Jean and they all get dragged into this hole and they fall into like a little cave system, uh, where she bumps into a guy thinking it's Mugen, right? Or Mugen or Jean. And she's like, you're really cold. Yeah. But. We find out it's not Mugen and Jean, and Mugen immediately cuts one of the dude's arms off. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> which I thought was hilarious.
0: Yeah, and then yeah, there's he he throws his arm back to him. It's like, oh, I'm sorry.
1: <laughs> yeah, catches and, it, and that was the first part where I was like, what is going on? Because the guy catches it and he goes, just be more careful next time, and he puts it back on. Yeah, he
0: just like sticks it back on and it stays.
1: And it stays. Yeah, so I was like. Immediately when I was watching this I was like wait a minute what is going on?
0: And then this the Dell looking guy, I don't remember his name. He comes up and he's like he's holding this like big long scroll and he's like this is proof that I'm the lineage of whatever whatever and there's a treasure buried here and I'm the like the rightful owner of it. If you guys will help me find it, I'll give you a portion of the treasure, right?
1: Yeah, because it's like a huge mining site that they came into and yeah, he says like I'll give you ten percent of the treasure if you help me find it.
0: Yeah, and then this, it's it's hard to explain, but like it's the, there's like an eerie vibe the whole episode. Like I don't yeah, I don't really know how to put it into words.
1: Yeah, and I mean Fu keeps noticing things that are like out of place. Um, these dudes like only there's like a bunch of dudes in this in this quarry. And they're only, like, eating wasabi.
0: Yeah, yeah. No other food. Which is a pretty good scene when they're like, we have this. And they, like, hold up these roots. And Muga just stuffs them
1: into his mouth. (laughs) Yeah. And then he, like, sits up and his face is all contorted. And they're like, like, it's wasabi. Yeah.
0: (laughs) But we get kind of like a, not necessarily like a montage, but like. Like of them working and like digging and like it keeps kind of cutting back to that main guy and they're like blasting certain parts of the of like where he thinks the treasure is. And he has like a what do you call him a psychic? I can't remember where he's like he's he's he knows where the thing is. And he also holds up this weird like I don't know if you've ever you ever seen somebody like witch for water, but that's kind of what it is, I think.
1: Uh Yeah, yeah the like the dousing rod type yeah. things. Yeah
0: that like i I, that's the vibe i get like he's like trying to like sense where this treasure is
1: i think so yeah
0: yeah and i mean there's a lot of like conversations they have like it's really weird and at one point they're like how long have we been here and gene's like it feels like a couple days but i'm pretty sure it's been a couple months right and and then we overhear a conversation between the other workers they're talking about but like once they find this treasure, they're going to be able to overthrow the current emperor. And they say an emperor from like 500 years ago. Like an emperor yeah. from a long, long time ago who hasn't existed.
1: Right, yeah, because Fu is like, we're in the Edo, you know, the mm. Edo era. And she's like, you're talking about guys who were from 500 years ago. Yeah, so that's another like real big sign that like something is not right.
0: Yeah, it's, I'm trying to, There's there's other stuff that happens, but it's all... It's all kind well, of disconnected.
1: Yeah, but shortly after this, uh, I think is when Fu hears the guys say, hey, boss, we're, uh, we're running low on manpower. And he's like, okay, I guess I got to go get some more recruits. And he leaves, and Fu decides to follow him. And at that same time is when Gene says, hey, didn't you think there was something weird about that uh, like family lineage you know note that that guy had and Mugen's like no yeah <laughs> I do love that um but so Gene and Mugen sneak into like the you know the the boss's quarters and they try to look at this uh family lineage tree and at the same time is when Fu had followed that guy and he goes to like what kind of looks like a gravesite, and he plays his little instrument right mm mm-hmm. And all of a sudden, a bunch of hands, like, shoot up out of where all these little grave sites are. So clearly looks like he's raising the dead to come help at his mine. Yeah,
0: but see, this is where, like, the part that I don't understand is because food didn't eat any of the mushrooms, so she's not having a hallucination.
1: Exactly, which is why the notes that I told you I was going to glance over don't make any sense, because it specifically says this entire episode is a hallucination.
0: Well, but, I, I kind of wonder if that if that's like the the creators being like, yeah, this episode makes no sense.
1: <laughs> well, and that could be because it, exactly like it would make more sense if Fu had eaten mushrooms. But as far as we saw, Fu didn't well, eat any mushrooms. She
0: mentions she's like, oh, man, they got to all the mushrooms before I could even have one.
1: Right. And she also says that her horoscope said she should avoid mushrooms today. Yeah. So she specifically doesn't eat any mushrooms, which is why the whole episode being – a trip doesn't necessarily make sense to me.
0: Um, we do get a scene, too, of like Mugen and Jean, like pa- like not passed out. They're like,
1: oh, my stomach. Oh.
0: And food mentions, she's like, oh, maybe those weren't the type of mushrooms I thought they were.
1: Yeah, that's true, too. That is true. Maybe hinting at these are hallucinogenic mushrooms, not like food mushrooms. Um. I, I'm not sure. I'm not sure what to make of this episode because me neither. I didn't the, really like. It. It. It's very like I liked the content of it, but it fitting into the overall story doesn't make any sense. Uh, because so shortly after this, after Fu sees this guy raise all these uh zombies, basically, she goes running back, and I do love this because she's running from all these dead guys, and she runs into the room where, it's, uh. Gene and Mugen were. And before that, Mugen was like, don't they have anything else to eat around here? And he sees more of the like, wasabi that they're like cooking on the fire. And he's like, there's no other choice for it. And then Fu comes into the room and she turns around and she sees Mugen and Gene and they both look like zombies while they're eating the yeah. wasabi. <laughs> and so she gets scared again. She goes to run back out and she passes out because they're surrounded by zombies at this point. Um, and at that point, right. Mugen comes out and starts fighting the zombies.
0: Well, yeah, the guy, the, the main L looking dude comes up and he's like, he's like, you guys are never allowed to leave. Cause you know, our secret now you guys have to die. Right. And Gene's like, I'm not I mean, Mugen's like, finally, I got to fight you guys. It just like absolutely cuts them all down. And, he's, and what does he say? He's like, man, that was really easy. Like, you guys will put up more of a fight than that. And then obviously all the guys get up.
1: Right. Yeah, they all get back up though, and he has to try to kill him again.
0: Um, yeah, which they like start taking fucking bites out of him.
1: Yeah. Yeah. That's yeah, this part really doesn't make like a whole lot of sense. Um and then Gene or Mugen ends up falling, right? And they like dogpile. Yeah, they
0: they just like dogpile on him, and then Gene comes out with the scroll from the beginning with the family lineage and shows the guy that he's actually not related to the person that he thinks he's
1: related to. Which is right supposed to be uh, a big
0: revelation i guess but
1: yeah because it's really weird because he's like look these two names are not connected by a line mm-hmm. and I, I was just like really that guy had this thing this whole time and he didn't notice that
0: well especially because he came out brandishing it in the beginning that's like the first thing he did to them was like look yeah. i'm which related means, to him
1: okay. which means he probably has this thing on his person at all oh, times yeah, you know and sure. is always looking at it um but i mean i'm guessing he maybe he was a little bit of a con artist and was you know using that as his excuse because he says that he's entitled to the treasure basically but right in reality wouldn't whoever digs it up and finds it just get it get the treasure <laughs> and
0: then gene tries to or is it gene or foo tries to explain to them that like they've been dead for like over 500 years like they've been here for a long time
1: yeah exactly yeah, they're they've all been here for a long time doing this.
0: And um, then I'm trying to remember has anything else happened.
1: Um, those uh, like all the dudes end up freaking. That's right. When Gene tells this guy though that he's not part of the the lineage, he's like, "Oh well, it's okay, guys. We can keep digging and go ahead and dig it up anyways." Like, and this is where it really doesn't make any sense though because he's like it's fine we'll just go ahead and and dig it up and then all the zombies like turn on him like they're all pissed at him
0: yeah but then doesn't the meteor just come crashing into them?
1: (laughs) yes that's the part that makes no sense
0: yeah i don't i don't really get it i guess
1: no because the meteor from the beginning then crashes into the site where they were at least as far as we can tell um and we get a shot of like a dude and a little kid and his dad like a long ways off and they see a mushroom cloud and the kid's like look dad a mushroom and that's it that's where it ends
0: maybe i'm just too stupid to understand this one
1: same here but I even went, because I went and watched the very, very end after the credits again, just to see if I missed something. Because normally, you know, Hulu will roll to the next episode before that even comes up. So I went back and I watched that. And all it is, is just that that dude with his his little, uh, you know, his instrument, like, looking up and, like, yelling at the camera. And it just says, to be continued. That's it. Yeah,
0: this episode... Does not fit to me.
1: It felt like an episode out
0: of a different show.
1: Exactly. Like, yeah, it just feels kind of disconnected. And I'm not saying it was bad. Like, I kind of liked this episode actually. I just
0: not bad. It's just like the it's like a total tonal shift.
1: Exactly. Yeah, I would say that the tone is different. Like they were. Plus the fact that it kind of stands on its own off to the side because clearly none of those events took place. Yeah. Because at least that's, in my mind, none of them took place at all, so.
0: Yeah, but I'm, I think I'm good with this episode.
1: Yeah, me too. So, with that, we'll roll right into the next episode, uh, 23, which is called Baseball Blues. And this one was directed by Mitsutaka Noshitani. That's the first time we've seen that name, so that's why I had a hard time on that one. <laughs> and then uh Shinichiro Watanabe is the one who wrote this one Uh, and this the original air date for this was February 26 2005 and the English dub came out February 16 2006 Um, and I gotta say right off the bat though i do really like this episode
0: oh this might be the best episode
1: (laughs) this this is the episode for sure that i've laughed the most at so yeah it is
0: hilarious and the way that the americans are portrayed is so funny to me
1: (laughs) it is funny but what what's even funnier is i was watching this uh caitlin was in the living room while i was watching this last night and i was like man you couldn't even come out with this show today no she's like She's like, this isn't current. I was like, no, this is like from 15 years ago. So mm-hmm. <laughs> because you couldn't do this today because of the way they like, they talk to each other and they kind of portray each other. Yeah. Um, so <clears throat> this one opens up right with them ordering food.
0: Yeah, they're like they're they're sitting at a restaurant, and a bunch of food shows up, and food's like, um, we didn't order anything, and Mugen's like, no, 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 I got this, don't worry, oh, yeah. I got a plan. <laughs> this, and yeah, food stops him from eating, and we pan over, and Gene is already
1: eating. <laughs> yeah, I love that too,
0: and then oh, so uh,
1: I love too then how. They, it cuts to them having finished all the food and we see Fat Fu again.
0: Oh, yeah, I love Fat Fu. That's, yeah. that's she's,
1: great. She's just like, oh, the food is so yeah. good. <laughs> and then I love this part, though, because they're like, so Mugen, how do you plan on paying for all this? And he goes like this and he stands up and he gets next to the table and he gets down into like a sprinter yeah. stance and then he just takes off <laughs> yeah, out of the. Stuff. He hauls ass too so. <laughs> <laughs> i was i was laughing so hard though um yeah, that part's pretty good so then gene and and foo immediately get surrounded by the rest of the guys who run the restaurant um and a few of them chase after Mugen, and Mugen is just hauling ass through town to get away and we see this guy he's like he has a baseball and he's like rolling it across his shoulders you know like popping it from one elbow to the other catching it balancing on his head um and he's sitting up in a tree and Mugen runs past underneath him like really really fast and so the guy jumps down and he takes the baseball and he throws it at Mugen and he hits him in the back of the head with it which is mm-hmm. pretty funny um <laughs> and then Mugen picks it up and he goes hey who threw this and I love how how like hardcore anime it is when he goes to throw it back how like all his muscles like bulge well, and he-, he does it with like
0: perfect form too which i think is funny yeah. to me like he like winds up like a pitcher really would yep and like comes <laughs> back and hauls off and throws it as hard as he can back at that guy barely missing him and it like flies off into the background it hits this tower and the top <laughs> of the tower just explodes and comes
1: off yeah uh this episode is by far, like, the most over-the-top episode of all of them so far, it, yeah, I think. Yeah,
0: it, it really is, but, like, it, I feel like it it lends to the episode really well. <laughs> I think so, too.
1: Yeah, this one is by far the most, like, anime of all of them so far, I think, <laughs> uh, in terms of, like, shit like that. Like, you know, the baseball hits the tower and the tower falls over. But I was laughing so hard when that happened. <laughs> oh, well, I wasn't expecting that. I was like, oh, whoa, whoa. <laughs> yeah, Exactly. And they did the, – the timing was so good because, like, you see the baseball, like, fly past that dude, and it just goes off and it disappears. And then it's, like, a full second before the tower yeah. is, like, <laughs> and falls. Yeah, it just, like, <laughs> slides off the top. It's great. <laughs> um, so then that guy who had thrown the baseball at, uh, at Mugen is like, hey, you're pretty good, kid. You want to play ball? And Mugen's like, Ball?
0: Yeah, balls I mean, maybe's like ball? Yeah, which is pretty funny. Oh, I guess we should mention too that like in the beginning of the episode there was a little bit of narration where they explain like how baseball oh, kind of came to Japan and like man. why Japan likes baseball so
1: much. Yeah, I yeah, I totally spaced that. Um it's also our our one friend, right, with the with the floppy uh Oh
0: yeah, a what do they call him? Like sob something stupid. The, it's like the worst name.
1: Yeah, something the saw. It might be yeah, just the saw. Yeah, him and his uh, floppy, floppy baton thing.
0: It's, it's, you had it right. I think it was a truncheon.
1: Truncheon, yeah, that's what it's called. Um, yeah, he gives the narration as to like why. So it talks about, like, in current times, in 2005 or whatever, uh, the famous baseball players, uh, Japanese baseball players that were in America playing. Mm-hmm. But then he says, but a lot of people don't understand like how the game of baseball came to Japan to begin with, and that's kind of what this episode uh, is explaining, I guess, uh, probably in an extremely loose way. <laughs> right. Yeah. But, um, but uh, yeah, that's right. I completely forgot about that part in the very beginning. Um,
0: so, I don't remember the guy's name, but he's explaining to Fujin and Mugen that like he needs them to play in a baseball game because they're they're gonna play the Americans and like his normal team bailed on them and then and then we get like a scene of the Americans like showing up in this like huge ship and like blasting off all their cannons. And they, it's they, super.
1: It's super American too. Like it's oh, playing it's like so American. It's playing like Independence music in the background. Yeah, <laughs> yeah dude, it is. it's great. Which, oh. which, <laughs> yeah. So, and this is the part where I was like, you couldn't make this today. No. Um. And so just, just upfronting everybody that this part is incredibly like insensitive, um, because. <laughs> And I probably shouldn't even be laughing at it, but I couldn't help it, because you have this like super fat like white American general, and he's like, who, you know, who is the leader around here? And you have the the tall skinny second in command standing next to him. He's translating. His, his translator, but he's like, it's so racist because he's like, oh, we are trying to find yeah. who is in charge. Like, yeah, it is <laughs> awful. It's so bad, but. I couldn't help it. I was laughing so hard at the fact that he's obviously just speaking in English. Well, I feel like it reflects <laughs>
0: bad on the Americans more than it does the Japanese. This and I
1: think – exactly. And I think that's what it's supposed to do is it's portraying how shitty the Americans look when they come and do stuff like yeah. that. I Which agree. It is
0: – so yeah, they're, they're like demanding to trade with them. But at this point, like Japan is like completely isolated, so they don't, they don't trade with anyone right but like the americans are like demanding they're like what do these say is like he's, the guy translates and he's like he's like they said they won't trade with us he's like what fuck him
1: yeah <laughs> <laughs> yeah he holds even holds up his middle finger yeah,
0: he holds up both his middle fingers
1: <laughs> that's right <laughs> um and then yeah because the that's right because the old man comes out and he says they, they can't do it and uh that's when they see like the dude in the back he's like tossing the ball around right mm-hmm. and they're like Oh, you know, these, these guys think that they know baseball or something like that. And that the guy, I think his name is, uh, Kagamaru. Okay. He, uh, he's like, how about we settle this? You know, we play a game of baseball. Uh, if you guys win, we trade with you. And if we win, you, you know, you leave and you don't come back. Yeah. And the Americans obviously find this hilarious because baseball is like, you know, it's the american pastime right so they think that this obviously is going to be really easy and they'll be able to trade with them and Uh, so, yeah what's that guy's name kagamaru
0: kagamaru convinces fu gene and mugen to play baseball with them and we get like a like a training montage
1: which is great
0: yeah it is it is pretty great
1: (laughs) i love the part where uh gene has the baseball bet and he's uh, like attacking a dummy as if it's a sword. Yeah. He's like, dip, 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 dip. like, and nice. then we just see Mugen running laps around the whole. Oh yeah, field. he's just hauling ass.
0: <laughs> <laughs> and then oh. Ka- Kagumaru explains like why he knows about baseball because he was like a he was like an, a spy in the Americas, and he was like kind of like picking up their culture from there before Japan was isolated. Right. And so, but he like, he just kind of grew to love the game by just being around it. And so he's just like kind of teaching everybody he can how to play. Yeah. And I, I, we should mention too, the only reason he convinces Mugen to play is that he says it's going to be a battle.
1: Yeah, exactly. Yeah. Cause he's like, why would I want to play some dumb game? He's like, it's not just a game. It's a a a battle. battle. And then Mugen's like, I'm in. Yeah. (laughs) Um, And at one point in here too, we get the, uh, uh, the saw he's going to sneak on board right oh, and try yeah, to that's get some hard, information fucking hilarious and oh my god <laughs> His, the other guys are like how are you going to do that he's like easy i'll dress as an american and they'll never know mm-hmm. and so we see it's like dark and you see a couple of american sailors on the side of the ship on the on the dock uh and they both have like very stereotypical white like sailor uniforms on mm-hmm. And we see the saw. He comes like sneaking out of the bushes and they're both like, Halt, who is that? And he doesn't say anything. And then we pan over to him (laughs) and he's like squeezed into a way too small uniform, but it's the same uniform. And he's like oh i love america oh yankee doodle yeah, and he holds yankee up bull- <laughs> doodle thing that
0: gets, that's the part that gets me
1: he holds up his fingers like uh like richard nixon yeah <laughs> he does the double peace signs yeah and they're like what are you talking about get out of here and they just start shooting at him
0: <laughs> yeah and and i feel like he probably
1: does like a stereotypical american accent which is pretty yeah. funny oh yeah it's so funny i thought it was hilarious <laughs> yeah part's pretty fucking good I'm,
0: and he's there right because he's like investigating the americans like what they're trying to do
1: yeah he's investigating like why yeah why they came why their ship is basically there uh, and then
0: and then from there right we get the lineup of the two teams yeah uh, all, all the americans are like big they got like you know they got the, the stereotypical like big fat catcher
1: yeah and then like, or they're like tall and like skinny. Yeah. Um, several of them have like really deep like southern accents. Mm-hmm.
0: Oh, and the, yeah, they they cut like because the Japanese team has like a dog and freaking Momo. Momo's on the team. Yeah, <laughs> and one of the guys is like the mist. That's the mystical orient for you. Yeah. <laughs> and, then, and the
1: umpire's like, doesn't say anything in here. The yeah, dogs yeah, the, can't doesn't, play. Doesn't
0: say dogs can't play. Yeah. <laughs>
1: Oh man. Um and so then Kagamaru comes up first to bat, right? Mhm. Um and he freaking smashes the ball. Like he he hits it, you know, he hits a home run, doesn't he? Mhm. Okay, so then they're like, "Whoa, wait, what?" And uh then Gene comes up.
0: Yeah, and he's he's in the batter's box like he's holding a samurai sword. So Which he's like is swinging great. like straight down if that makes sense
1: yeah yeah he like chops at the ball yeah (laughs) um and uh he ends up hitting he gets on base i think yeah oh that's right okay so gene gets on base because oh the one dude doesn't hit a home run he bunts the first guy Oh, that's right he does bunt because then just the pitcher picks up the ball and goes to throw it to first base and a big like smoke cloud appears behind kagamaru dust cloud and they're like damn ninja something yeah <laughs> it's like oh my god um that's right because then gene hits the ball and gets on base and then mugen comes up with, with two, two bats, bats. <laughs> Which I was dying. Yeah, it <laughs> is.
0: It is pretty funny.
1: The uh the commentator too for the game is hilarious because he's like he's using the two sword style. Yeah. <laughs> um, so I love that when Mugen hits the ball, he like smashes this thing, and then he takes off running as fast as he can, and he runs past Gene. Yeah. And the the fielding umpire is like, you're out. I mm-hmm, you can't do that. <laughs> yeah, can't pass the guy in front of you. Uh, so then it's the, the dog is up next, right? Mm-hmm. Yeah. Or no, then... no uh, foo's up next. Oh, yeah, that's right. Um, and she strikes out immediately, which sucks for her. And then the dog is up. And th- the pitcher can't seem to throw a strike on the dog, because as long as the dog is holding the bat in its mouth, its, it's uh, strike zone is so small. Yeah. So he throws three balls and realizes he can't strike the dog out so he throws the ball and I know, hits and he the dog
0: the dog <laughs> which causes freaking uh momo to run away
1: yeah momo leaves cuz momo saw what happened
0: yeah and the dog just bolts and takes off
1: yeah um
0: and at this point this is when they recruit the freaking the saw guy right
1: yeah cuz he was just like he was hiding out in the woods watching the game oh cuz they're holding the game in secret that's right right yeah but then the Kagamaru guy finds him in the woods because Kagamaru used to be a, a ninja. That's exactly what they call him. Um, so he obviously is super skilled at this espionage thing. But yeah, then the saw is like, what if I'm just a passerby and I really love the game of baseball? And is like, do you want to play? Yeah. No. <laughs> um, and is the saw up next
0: to bat? Yeah, he does go up next to bat and... <laughs> Kagumaro's like bunt and he like he like he's like okay I I I and he swings away. He swings as hard as he fucking can. He misses I
1: love I love all the he swings through and then all the dust is like Whoosh.
0: Yeah. So cool. <laughs> yeah, Kagumaro gets up and they have like a really elaborate freaking like body message system <laughs> he's like, didn't you understand me? Yeah I told you to bunch. <laughs>
1: If you don't listen, I will kill you. And he yeah. like, holds it, he chokes himself. <laughs> it's pretty great. And I love every time it shows the saw's face, he's just like, mm. he like, yeah, just he just nod- like nods. <laughs> mm-hmm. And so on the second pitch, he swings away again and he misses like crazy. And this is when Kagumaru tells him he's going to kill him if he doesn't bunt. Yeah. <laughs> and so the third pitch is coming in and we, we see the ball get hit it gets smashed. Boom. (laughs) But (laughs) the saw is holding his truncheon instead of the bat, (laughs) which I was was dying, man, because it's all floppy after he hits the ball. Yeah, and this is when the Americans kind of have a powwow and
0: they decide that they're just going to play dirty. And they're just going to try and, like, take everybody out of the game instead of playing them straight up.
1: Yeah, so the first thing he does, right, is he tries to hit uh Kagumaru with a pitch mm-hmm. to to hurt him. And Kagumaru dodges and on the last one they throw, oh, dude, I forgot to mention that when when Mugen is up to bat with two bats, they try to walk him and he jumps out of the batter's oh, box. Oh, yeah, that's true. Yeah, the they ball. throw
0: it way high and he like jumps out of the batter's box and fucking <laughs> smashes it. <laughs>
1: I don't know how I forgot that.
0: That's, yeah, it's, it's hard <laughs> to remember. There's a lot of like little good scenes in this show. This, this, this one is
1: hilarious. <laughs> like oh, I I was laughing almost the whole episode. Um, So that's right. He tries to hit Kagamaro to walk in and Kagamaro ends up hitting the ball anyways. And uh, one of the guys grabs it, throws, oh, the catcher grabs it and throws it at Kagamaro and hits him in the back. Yeah, and... knocking him down. Yeah, and then the first baseman grabs the ball and, like, freaking flying elbows onto Hagumaru's yeah. back to tag him out. And then Gene is like, hey, or, well, somebody. I think it's Fu. She's like, is that legal? And Gene looks over to the umpire, and one of the American guys is, like, puts his arm around his shoulder, and he's like, paid him off. Yeah. Uh, and then I think Gene comes up next, and... I love how Gene does this, how he he down chops the ball so that it hits the ground first and then mm-hmm. goes up in the air. So even if somebody catches it, it doesn't matter because it already hit the ground. Um, but then as he's running, right, he runs and he gets almost to second. And the one guy ends up sitting on him. Yeah, the big fat guy. Yeah, he ends up freaking sitting on him and... <laughs> yeah it Um, it does
0: like the crumpled bug thing you know like where his arms are all like tiny and shriveled at weird angles yeah uh and then like the saw gets up to bat doesn't he
1: i think so yeah
0: and basically the same thing like he like hits the ball and then he he like goes to slide but the guy the big fat guy just sits on him and he's like oh and the guy gets up off of him and he's like, I'm not dead, by the way. And he just sits on him again. He sits on him again.
1: <laughs> <laughs> and then it. I love how it does like it grays out the screen and puts like a frame around them every time they supposedly yeah. quote unquote die. <laughs>
0: well, they they even have like them, like all the people who've been hurt and on the, out of the game are sitting or like laying down with with like things over them to
1: look like they're dead bodies. Yeah, exactly. With with incense burning by their heads like they're dead. <laughs> mm-hmm. Um, and at this point i think
0: it's the americans are up right and there's only two people left on the japanese
1: team it's uh yeah because it was gonna be just mugen and fu but then Kagamaro's like no there's no way they're gonna take this away from me he's like mm-hmm. i will pi- <laughs> i love to i gets up he's like i'm not dead yet <laughs> yeah he's like i'm not dead yet i will pitch <laughs> yeah uh so he pitches but like um with
0: with it's just him and Mugan, right? And Mugan's in the outfield.
1: Mugan, yeah, or Mugen's like the first baseman. Yeah. He that's it. Yeah,
0: you're right. that's right. He's in first base.
1: Yeah. But yeah, he um, pitches,
0: some guy hits it. Mugan sprints and catches it like in the outfield by himself.
1: With with his shoe.
0: Yeah, with his shoe. Because he doesn't he, have a he, mitt. <laughs> He has his shoe and throws it and it catches it like in the middle, like the ball catches it between like the two parts of his shoe. Yeah. And then he he like throws it right and catches it himself and tags the other guy out.
1: Yeah. And so the Americans immediately realize they can't play uh play fair, obviously, if they want to win. Um and so the one guy hits his bat on the ground, right, and cracks it. Mm-hmm. And then
0: he, no, yeah, he cracks it, and then he hits the ball, which like causes it to splinter, and it throws all those shards into Kagumaru.
1: Yeah, and they all like stab into him and stick yeah, it's into fucking him. Fucking
0: brutal. It really
1: is. Yeah, it's pretty crazy.
0: Yeah, so then we're down to just Mugen, which is I, – I love what the, his first attempt at pitching when he, like, winds up and he, like, starts spinning on his starts head. Starts breakdancing. Yeah, and he just <laughs> starts throwing the ball, like, all over the place. Like, it's not even close.
1: He gets up and he's like, I'll just pitch normal then. Yeah, it is pretty funny, though, because he, like, starts breakdancing and you're like, oh, my God, he's going to throw it like a crazy good pitch and the ball just goes over the fence, yeah. like, off to the side. <laughs> it's great. But yeah, then when I mean, he pitches normal, he winds up like crazy, throws the ball, and since they don't have a catcher, there's a dummy sitting there with yeah, a target. He was like a straw dummy, <laughs> it's great. And he throws the ball so fast that the umpire just dives out of the way. The ball goes through the dummy's head, through the backstop, and you just see this random tree back in the woods yeah, just, just like, fall. fall down. Yeah. <laughs> I was was dying oh my god I was laughing so hard yeah but Mugen just
0: starts freaking beaning people he's just he's hitting them with the ball so hard he's like incapacitating (laughs) them
1: yeah that's because that's all he's got he can't like because obviously can't throw like a good strike so he just Mm -hmm. starts hitting the guys with the ball as hard as he can um until there's one American player left and the American guy's like you can't take this away from us we need this I I think that's the translator. I think so, too. Yeah, I think that's exactly who it is. Um, So even though he knows the ball is coming so fast, as soon as Mugen pitches, the guy swings and he throws the bat at Mugen.
0: Yeah, and so we get, like, this double scene of the ball that Mugen throws hits the guy in the face, and the, the bat also hits Mugen, like, at the same time in the face. And the, and the umpire is like, oh man, this is like the this is gonna be a game where like both teams have to forfeit, but Mugen ends up getting up, and his yeah. face is just so swollen this is huge. <laughs> it's
1: hilarious. <laughs> his cheek is huge. Yeah. Um, yeah, Mugen's like, I'm not done yet. You guys could you know pack up and go back to your country or whatever. Mm-hmm. Um, so they win because they're the only ones who have a player still standing. Mm-hmm. Um, and I love the closing thing where it's like, it only lasted one inning. Yeah. <laughs> um, so then you get this, uh, you get the scene, right? Of Mugen standing like on the cliff watching the Americans sail away. Um, and I can't remember what he says, <laughs> but he turns it. to the camera and his face is still just all jacked and swollen on the one side. <laughs> oh, it's so good. Yeah, the episode's great. Oh man. Yeah, I I think this was like and I obviously that's kind of what it was going for was just the humorous part, but man, they just they nailed it. Like yeah, they completely nailed it. Fantastic. <laughs> it's so funny. And maybe that's because I'm pretty sure this uh Mitsutaka name, that's the first time I think we've seen that name. So maybe it was this guy who directed you th- it. You think
0: this is like a comedy guy? Uh,
1: maybe comedy guy or gal whatever but either oh, way yeah. they uh, they did They it was great it was so good yeah I was pretty much laughing the entire episode so um, but that's it that wraps up this one
0: yeah yeah since we're only going to do two episodes this time stay tuned for the exciting conclusion
1: yeah definitely so in uh, the next episode of Anime Squires we'll wrap up this show and then uh, hopefully by then we will know what show we're doing next and we will announce that um, again we'd like to put it out there to anybody listening if you have any suggestions for us for another show to do. Um, please email us kotpl.pod at gmail.com and send your suggestions that way we would really like to hear. Them.
0: Yeah and stay tuned for the next audiobook is Fang and Bone that will be coming out very soon shadow and, then, and bone shadow and bone i don't know why i keep thinking Pang and bone actually makes more sense
1: it's okay um because caitlin and i have been watching the show and she's like let's watch that one show and she calls it something wrong too <laughs> it's like you mean shadow and bone and she's like yeah that show <laughs> she's like shadow doesn't make any sense it doesn't i'm, so. I'm gonna agree with that it's
0: <laughs> Hang and bone like after especially after listening to it makes right. way more sense
1: um But yeah, definitely look, uh, that one will be coming out soon. Uh, so that's shadow and bone. And then I think after that we'll be doing the, um, handmaid's tale. Yeah. Handmaid's tale. Um, and again, we just want to put it out there too. Uh, we kind of failed to mention this last time, but, uh, and that was completely my fault and this is probably the wrong place to go ahead and, uh, shout this out now, but, um, the uh episode we did recently on um oh my gosh now i'm drawing a complete blank here uh on spine tingling audiobooks uh performance uh, i just want to give a huge you know thank you to those guys for letting us uh review that episode that was yeah, great it's called the statement of randolph carter yeah and if you haven't listened to our episode about that, go back and listen to that and then go and definitely check those guys out on YouTube uh, Spine Tingling Audiobooks. Uh, some great work being done over there. Um, and then I also wanted to bring up, too, that we had a YouTube comment on one of our videos that was uh, deleted, as if, you know, I was able to see it still in email form, but the video, the, the comment had been taken down. I guess the person just decided to delete it. Um, And we just want to say, you know, we like any and all, um, you know, interaction with us. So whether it's good or bad, you know, we're, we, we want to hear from you guys. So definitely don't be, don't be shy.
0: Don't feel bad. Like if English isn't your first language and you want to communicate with us and you like, you just do the best you can. Like you don't, it doesn't need to be perfect. Like I barely know how to read, so I'm sure it'll be fine.
1: (laughs) Yeah, for sure. We, yeah, like I said, we just, we appreciate any and all, you know, uh, interactions that anybody wants to have with us so yeah
0: and especially like that because that one was on solaris which is like one of my favorite books of all time sure if anybody wants to talk about that at any point i'm in
1: yeah absolutely and we uh yeah like i said too we greatly appreciate anybody for listening to any of our stuff and the interactions are just
0: email this episode
1: uh no wait what do you mean like
0: like i don't think we said it out loud what it is
1: Oh, yeah, I just said it a few minutes ago, just because I said uh, they could send their suggestions there. Okay. Is that what you mean? hmm Okay. Um, and we recently switched uh, from SoundCloud over to uh, Anchor um, for our, like, main podcast location. So, But nothing um, will
0: change for you guys.
1: Yeah, you so. guys shouldn't see anything on your end, but, like, maybe if somebody is just seeing this on YouTube and wants to figure out where else they can find us we you pretty much anywhere you search podcasts or listen to podcasts you should be able to find us now um except amazon because we decided not to allow them access to our rss feed so right because they said they would pretty much take the rights of our show away from us yeah um so, yeah, but anywhere else that you would listen to podcasts, you could do that. So just search for us, you know, Knights of the Pageless Library, and we will come up in several different places. So mm-hmm, we should. Wherever you get your podcast fix.
0: Yeah, and I think with that, uh, we're, we're going to end this episode. Thank you. Yeah, thank you all for listening and we'll catch you next time.